Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is the Material Podcast, episode number 252. I am your host, Florence Lyon, and I am joined here in my... Wow, I really went into my official stance. <laughs> Hi, Andy. This We're here Hello, with Andy Notco, and I, and I just got really into my head there for a moment. I was just like, wow, I'm making this like... We're not this formal on this podcast. I mean, I... I feel like we kind of were in the when I first started out as a host here, but lately we've just kind of evolved into everybody's been wearing the same damn shirt every single day for the last week. <laughs> so screw well, it. See, I, I, for the last I, three weeks, I am wearing my like my, my my one of my favorite articles of clothing is wasted. I on noticed you're wearing something very like much more much more colorful than you usually have. On it the it is screen. it is a bathrobe by a some sort of a major label because when I like in like early two thousands, I think maybe even the late nineties, I was like walking through downtown crossing in Boston on my way to South station to catch my train home. Uh, I remember this cause this is, yo God, my must, it must've been even been earlier than that because I believe that this is like when I actually, the last time I actually had like a go to an office sort of job and this really, really hoity-toity store was going out of business. And this this bathrobe, which is essentially made out of like a hotel, a nice hotel quality, like toweling sort of material. And it goes to on a on I, I am unfortunately of almost exactly average height. So it goes to like my mid calf. I'm sure that they the the models who modeled it it goes like just below their knees. But I kind of like it. It's this is this is typical. This is my typical. Uh, uh, if I have to greet someone at the door and I don't have the time to slip into, I, I don't have the time to. I, I can't find my pants from last night, and I quickly need to just like a, a sign for whatever it is. It's also my I'm sick. And I just want to give in to the fact that I'm really, really sick. So I really want to just feel something cozy. And sometimes I put it on just because uh, I, I feel as though, I, I feel as though uh, if I had like a smoking cap, because I feel I I want to I want to wear this not just like under. So you can imagine it, those of you listening exactly. at home. It's, so just like it's, a, yeah, yeah, it's, it's like beautiful. I'll, uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll do like a picture of it and put it in the show notes. I but really I really like it. Yeah, and um, the the and the other thing is that I've been I've been messing around with the lighting and a real <laughs> of of my of my studio here, and I just realized that now I know that. Reverend Andy usually calls the shots when <laughs> he's dressing for being in front of anybody else. But maybe the fact that you are dressed in all black is throwing off the <laughs> throwing off the exposure of this camera. So oh, I thought this would point. be point. That's right. I totally forgot about that. Um, it's my I happy would, coat. I'm sorry. I, about to say. <laughs> it makes me happy for what it's worth. Um, it also makes me happy because now I'm going to use you to go to my husband and say, Andy wears a bathrobe. Why won't you wear a bathrobe? <laughs> I've tried buying you bathrobes. Not interested. <laughs> it's see, uh, there is a. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm going to encourage all of you, male, female, uh, whatever, uh, like uh, whatever you identify. I have a big fluffy purple bathrobe, by the way, from the mid 2000s. It is the corniest, cheesiest, girliest thing <laughs> in my closet. And it's so good to me that I brought it with me into the birthing room, like just to make sure I had it after the baby, you know, was born and I was tired. 
So I, yeah, I honor the value of the bathrobe. Yeah. Well, also, also particularly if you only, ha- if you invested in one really good one and you really like it and it suits your needs, there's a certain touchstone of stability that I've, I, I've moved twice, maybe three times since I bought this. I've, I changed careers since I bought this. I've had relationships come and I've go moved since four I bought times this. Yep. since I bought since I bought this, and I've had a child and gotten married. There you go. <laughs> There's, this bathroom has been through a lot with me. Yeah. It's, well, and I'm, it's still absorbent after all this time. No, no it, it's the and the other thing is that. Uh, so when I, when I say I'm wearing shorts, I mean actual shorts. I don't mean that. I mean that I'm wearing like shorty yeah, I'll underwear. Wear leggings but yes, or I'll, I'll have I've, I've got yeah. like but. But uh, more as often as when I'm got it over like lazy day sleepwear sort of stuff, I often like will come home from like a meeting somewhere mm-hmm. and I will still have like like a a shirt that buttons up all the way. Yes, uh, and I will like just I will loosen it will, for some odd reason. It just amuses me to just loosen my tie, take off like my sport coat, and put on this robe. But I'm still like in a sweater vest and a tie and slacks and shoes. I do the exact same thing, Andy. I, I have just, like I a feel nice so sophisticated, shirt on, right? <laughs> but except that I usually what I do is I I unbutton my pants because it's just listen. You're at home. Just you be free. Be be free. We're already inhibited so much as humans. Why not just like let yourself enjoy it uh and i really you know see this is why you and i work andy because we both honor the value of the bathrobe yes so so again i, I that's so, so that's a, if if we did picks of the week on this show it would be go out and what however much you think is reasonable to spend on a bathrobe spend more than that <laughs> or or go, or, buy, or go on ebay where you can buy people who like spend their money foolishly like they might have spent like three hundred dollars on a really really good high end bathrobe, but now listen, Andy, they, they I, Marie condoed their, their their closet and they're willing to let it go for forty bucks. <laughs> That's when you swoop in like a vulture. You're only a really rich person would do that. The I've been looking for this bathrobe that uh, Kelly Taylor wore since like season four of Nano Two and O, and it went between the three girls at the beach apartment for several of. <laughs> for several years in the college seasons. And this bathrobe is like a, I forgot uh, who the designer was, but it's a designer brand. And, you know, it's like vintage now because it's been 30 years. And so (laughs) it's like really hard to find this bathrobe at a reasonable price. Um, (sighs) Bathrobes. Wow. Okay. So we've got a lot to discuss but before we kind of jump into what we're here to discuss, we, we um, both we both have hardware like issues to discuss. Well, what you put in our notes is like that's an issue we've been discussing. I'm talking about the well, I'm not going to give it away. No spoilers, <laughs> no spoilers. Um, I just wanted to quickly complain. This, you know, this doesn't have to be like. I don't have any sort of narrative attached to this. It's just that. My Pixel 3, you know, I have never reformatted it, so to speak. In fact, actually, the Pixel 3 that I have now is the second one that I've had since I bought it last year. Because remember, I cracked my screen and then I think, I don't think they actually replaced it. My theory is that they just sent me a refurbished phone. And so, okay, let's say because of that, I have reinstalled Android on it and everything halfway through the year. So why is it like so darn slow and... Like the other day, I'm just trying to turn on, I had to drive somewhere and I just 
had to like wait for Android Auto to start up. And it's like the time switching between apps is taking longer. And I mean, it's just, it's just been kind of bugging me. And so I'm just kind of feeling like, you know what? Maybe it's time I switch to a quote unquote newer phone. And so right now I'm kind of standing between the Pixel 4 and possibly the OnePlus 8, the, the quote unquote smaller variant, um, the pink, light, the, the cute like aquamarine one. <laughs> so I'm just, I don't know what to do because I've just been on a Pixel and OnePlus is just doing so well in the industry and has become such a touchstone Android OEM that I'm thinking maybe I should try it. Yeah. I I just, I haven't done it in years. I mean, when I switched to a pixel, I switched to a pixel. I said, that's it. I'm staying here, but I'm, I mean, I've got the reference hardware for doing the work, but I'm just thinking as a, as a day to day, you know, daily driver, is it, Am I feeling like doing that? Am I feeling like going that direction? And I'm, <laughs> I realize it sounds like a, why are you feeling so existential about it? But because for me, it's like what I'm using every day, it does matter. Yeah, like I'm, it's, it's if the, what, what the bathrobe is to the wardrobe, the, yes. the phone is to like your everyday carry. It is the thing. It is one of the, because it's probably your bedside clock. It's the first thing you look at the first inanimate object you pick up the first thing you interact with and you're interacting with it like throughout the entire day you're taking you're taking valuable uh, pictures of friends and family and That's circumstances why. so That's why. yeah you can have you can you can have a certain connection to it i get i am still using i'm still using the my pixel 1 i haven't had it the battery's still fine what? it hasn't been slowing down <laughs> yeah because every i every time i get close to oh well okay yeah i like the pixel 4 but then i'll i'll hem and haw and say well i shouldn't buy it until like the price absolutely nosedives which which of course it will eventually and then by the time that happens uh it's well but if i hold off for it's uh, if uh, i the problem is i hold off until like january maybe february like now the christmas is over and now that i'm my mind is more on like looking around and what's what's not working correctly and what what should i upgrade that but by then like the first rumors of what might be happening in the fall with hardware are happening and like now it's like here's here's the new uh here's here's the new uh, uh time of flight sensor that is almost that is on the new iPad Pro and will probably be on the new iPhone and it's hard to hold off usually what triggers a purchase for me is some sort of insane price drop that just breaks mm. through every single other argument that oh well I'd mm. be a I'd be a dope if I didn't buy at the, if I didn't buy this uh, uh, this uh, uh, rehabilitated uh, refurbished Pixel One for three hundred twenty nine dollars which is how I bought it at the time which is uh, wow I can get the hundred not only I can get the hundred twenty eight gigabyte version oh, okay well I better get this then and so that's what I've been holding on to that's I'm sure that at some point. I will see a deal on the uh, on like a high capacity Pixel Four that goes way beyond like the two or three hundred dollar price discounts that you see every day. That I, I will find a three hundred thirty dollar, three hundred fifty dollar one, like refurbished, and say, uh, okay, I guess I'm not waiting until September now. 
But that, well, that's, that, that's weird with the OnePlus 8 that now it's a $1,000 phone. I know it's 5G and everything. But that's that they they were famous for. We're gonna we're gonna spank every other flagship manufacturer by making a flagship quality phone for five hundred bucks. I'm like nodding my head so hard because yeah. it's just, yeah. But I mean, the phones are phones are cute and they're pretty <laughs> compelling. So we'll see. I I don't know. But you said. The fact that you said photos on there immediately, I remembered that photos is like the most important thing to me right now at this point in life. So I will update you on that. But Andy, what have you been up? I mean, look, we've been at home and I know that you're like me and you're online window browsing. (laughs) Yeah. Or window shopping, I should say. I'll get into one thing that the, the thing that's actually in the show notes that's actually like Android related. But since you brought it up, and since I happen to have like two examples of them like right next to me, I should probably also put this in the show notes. But this this is a, a cute like uh, peach colored nineteen uh, sixties Japanese reel to reel tape recorder. Super cool. About the size like a half the size of a lunchbox, and it is and it's like in perfect condition. Like it looks like it's never been used, and just to as proof of proof of concept so this is actually like a miniature like reel to reel sort of thing it it's like the sort of it's the sort of thing like whatever a walkman was in the 80s and the and 80s and like a boombox was in the early 80s and late 70s this would be the sort of thing that you'd carry you'd record stuff off the radio on if you were like a rich teenager or whatever and it's just really really cool and really really cute and like it'll i'm gonna i haven't checked to see if it actually runs yet i suspect that it does but i it's like you it is exactly spot on like what you said where i don't know what got into my your 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 mind goes in really odd directions particularly when it's 2 a.m and you realize that this is going to be one of those nights where you're just going to have to accept that you're going to fall asleep when you fall asleep and so i don't know what led me onto ebay to take a look at like not not boom boxes and not walkmans <laughs> the, the both of those things are expensive and collectible like if you're if you're if you want to reacquire uh the the walkman that you might have had like as a teenager in the 80s if it run if you can find one that runs it's going to be hundreds of dollars and a boom box also going to be way more expensive than your interest in having uh this nostalgic thing from your past however if you just want like a cassette recorder, like before the, before the Walkman, when it's just like a tape recorder, it had it was mostly for like recording speech and like recording notes and stuff like that. Uh, nobody wants them, and a lot of them were like extremely well made. Like some of them were made. Like I have the the other the other prop I have handy is. Mm. This Sony, <laughs> this Sony recorder, and it's this oh my really, gosh. really boss-looking thing. It's got like a backlit VU meter. It's got like chrome metal, like toggle switches and dials, and it's in like a leatherette snap-together case. Archive it has, like, of the times. Yeah, and it, it was the sort of thing that if you were like a reporter, you mm-hmm. might have like done an interview on, or if you've been recording something, probably not. I don't know, maybe not for radio. But once again, like these, nobody wa- the, the stereo version of this goes for Boku bucks because it's like, oh, I'm totally into cassettes now because it's so. I don't know why people are into cassettes, but people are into cassettes. This one is again mono, so nobody really wants it. 
and I you pick, I, I've been so as a result, I've got like a shelf with some very very what I think are very very pretty items that I typically paid like I'm not joking like five to six dollars for because and they've not been tested because. Nobody has a blank cassette tape to see if they actually run or a micro cassette tape. And so I'm now sort of have to be aware of <laughs> now that I've been doing this for like uh, three or four weeks, I feel as though I have to be very, very aware of the last time I bought like a tape recorder and realize that I, Andy, I, I know that it's only $6 and I know that shipping is only another $5 and that's really not a whole lot of money, particularly in this circumstance where you're not going out to eat and you're not spending time in the cities and you're not going out to shows or, 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 or the theater or anything like that. Nonetheless, I would put it to you that perhaps to immediately buy something just because it intrigues you for any amount of money would be not a positive show of your adulthood, is it? But yeah, there's <laughs> I, I'm in, I'm enjoying it, but I'm also monitoring it. But the but, uh, but the, <laughs> the 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 over to put this back. So the <laughs> but the other okay, but th- this one is is almost justifiable. Um, Fossil, the the only makers of decent Wear OS watches at this point uh, have been doing a, a, a flash sale on the on the generation four of their smart their Android based like Wear OS smartwatches. They're currently on on generation five. Uh, so all of these watches that are very, very modern they ha- and uh, normally list for 275 bucks, they're getting rid of them for like half price. So I bought uh, an Android Wear watch for $129 uh, with free shipping. The big attraction is that mostly that it's newer than my second generation Moto 360. And on that basis might be a better test bed for the Wear OS experience than mm, this yes. old old piece of hardware. The and the other thing is that this ha- this does have uh, of course has a heart rate mo- heart rate monitor. It ha- I believe it has a Wi-Fi. I don't think it has GPS, but it does have NFC so it can do Google Pay and I kind of re- one of the things I really envy off of the Apple Watch uh on top of the fact that it's actually a decent and well-regarded and well-motivated <laughs> piece of hardware. I do like being able to do like Apple Pay without even have to take like my my phone out of my pocket, uh, and so when I when I found out about this, yeah, that there's there's a lot of stuff that it really is like those cassette tapes where uh, I would if any of these things that I bought were thirty dollars or forty dollars, it would be oh what is that's a waste of money though it's just I don't know if it works even if it works I don't have any use for it it would just be again like a like a display object on my shelf. For five bucks, oh sure. Then that then that curve flattens down nicely. For a a, a, a Wear OS watch, a hundred two hundred seventy five bucks is a very very fair price for uh, a f- watch of these features, uh, functions, activity tracker, control your music, Google Pay, G- oh uh, GPS. I didn't know it had GPS. Good, so it does have GPS, heart rate tracking, notifications, swim proof, uh, Bluetooth, low energy, etc. 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 For but it's not given that I don't really I haven't been excited about Wear OS for a number of years I couldn't justify two hundred seventy five dollars for it hundred twenty nine bucks yes absolutely and they got the they have men's and ladies versions of it I was I'm one of the many many reasons why I'm grateful that I do this show. Uh, above and beyond that I get to chat with my friend Flo uh, at least once a week. 
is also sometimes like uh, so by the time i found out about the flash sale i think i think it was two days ago when i found out about it the only men's watches they had were i wouldn't say it's ugly but it is the flashiest of Mm -hmm. them all going from you could say gaudy well, there's taste. It's, okay. So, just but put put it this way: there's going from there are <laughs> four different taste. styles. From going from left to right, we have a stainless steel uh, model that's smoke stainless steel. So they even even they even they decided that ooh stainless steel is a little bit flashy. Let's just tone it down and make it sort of a gray stainless steel. Uh, that's number one from the left. Number three from the left is uh, gold tone with a black leather strap. Uh, gold tone again, not the not the uh, most inconspicuous one, but again, classy with that sweat. The one that I think most people would want, which is all black with a black silicone strap. The only one that I had left was the one that is second from the left, which is uh, a tan strap, a silver dial and buttons, and the lugs that connected to the strap are like sort of blued metal. And that's that's so that's one I I even at, even that it wasn't not it was clearly the only one that was left because it was the one that nobody wanted. I still decided <laughs> that for 129 bucks, I'll, I'll just put a colorful dial on it and it will sort of match. But to, but today, so I'm making the show notes and I assumed that because well, I can't if they only had one model left when I when I hit it two days ago, it must be all over with. Uh, I thought, well, I just want to make sure that I get, like, the product details from this page. Found out that not only is it still going, but suddenly they had the black one. They had, like, three of the four left for, for purchase. So so th- thanks to doing the show, I was able to make a second purchase of the black version of it and also to confirm that I can return the stylish, let's say very stylish, version of that that I originally ordered within 30 days for a full refund. So well, I hope you I hope you like it. I mean, it's got 3.6 out of 5 reviews from people who bought it off Fossil. So, and reading some of the reviews is ugh, it's not great, Bob. <laughs> it's uh it's not great at all. So, uh, and we just just to harken back to our conversation on last week's podcast, just from a quick skim, I noticed that a lot of the people complaining were complaining about the battery life and just like the hardware being clunky because I was just thinking, oh, maybe I should get like maybe I should get the lady version and like check it out, you know, as a as a sports watch. And then I read the battery thing and I realized I don't need that. The Galaxy Active, the battery lasts for like nearly three days, so I don't, I don't need this. But it's not, but it's not, but it's not Amazon. It's not. Excuse me. It's, it's not Google. It's not Activewear. Right. Not well, I. You're. Well, I'm Tizen? talking about the really? ladies' version. Oh, okay. True. The one that you got might be better. So that review was on the ladies' version. So we'll see. <laughs> I'm very curious to see what your experience will be with this yeah. so and definitely keep the one that you know the one that matches your bathrobe i th- i thought that <laughs> i i'm not sure if i could pull that one off like <laughs> like i said the the whole I- the whole idea was i know that i can get like really really gaudy looking watch faces and will probably blend in I'm okay. I'm not. I'm not saying that this looks like a. Uh, it's not a Kardashian grade of of tacky. So I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm probably overselling this. 
I'm just saying that it is cl- there's clearly a reason why some uh, some styles sell out before other styles and why some are available at the very, very end. Uh, but as for 120, see your your recommendation of your, your stories about the the about the your Samsung watch did make a very positive impression, and it was sort of it was it was definitely on my radar as something to think about. Um, I just never was able to pull the trigger on it because at the t- by the time you're spending above a certain amount of money, I have so many expectations of how good like, a, a smartwatch is going to be particularly because it's not something that uh it's not something that um has it, it is yet to completely prove itself to me because mm-hmm. I do have a couple of smart watches I do have a couple of fitness watches and yet the thing that I put on my wrist every single morning is like a, a Casio G-Shock watch that I got like 10 years ago and it really is because I never have I never have to remember to to charge it up because that that is usually what causes a electric a, a personal electronic device of mine to get lost because at some point the battery runs down which means that i have whatever so like if i'm leaving the house in before pandemic times it's like okay i got it <laughs> yeah, okay sorry. so now i got it my, my my uber to the to the train station is going to be here in like 5 minutes so i'm all dressed i'll charge great here's my wallet great here's my phone uh where's my uh, where's my rechargeable headphones uh here they are ah dang it forgot to charge them uh, okay, I'll just grab my wired ones. Got to go, got to go. And then I'll kind of forget that it, these rechargeable ones exist. And that's what happens to even the Apple Watches that like I've had on loan and the the one that I, that I bought earlier on. Uh, but we'll see. As, we'll this see. Is, as, usual, as usual, people in our profession, we get to say, I just feel as though I should have this in my hardware For library. Science, quote unquote because science. if I'm going to speak about these things, I should at least have the credibility of saying, hey, I have a model that's a year and a month old. So I know what I'm talking about. Um, Andy, before we go to add, uh, you made a little note in our notes here about um, a tip you would like to share with our listenership. <laughs> Yes, I. Uh, sorry, I decided... sorry, I'm trying to think about how to transition that, and you know, or how to segue <laughs> into it. Uh, <laughs> no, no, you're 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 an excellent segueer. Listen, listen, the doc, the doc is no secret. People know, people know. <laughs> uh, so I have, uh, I had, uh, I, I had a note to make because I uh, did. I feel guilty. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's what's coming out a little bit here. But uh, so I, I another feel thing as, you and I have in yeah, common. See, we both feel. so uh, last <laughs> last night I uh, uh, I caught uh, the the YouTube algorithm doesn't seem to work very hard to find out if the thing it's recommending to you is actually copyrighted material. I love the way you put this because just yeah, I love it's, the way that you're putting this because I just want to be blunt and say what i want to say but i'm not going to because <laughs> because i'm tired and uh, this whole thing has been tiring this whole life we've all been living and i just i don't want to fight with anybody right now <laughs> so. i just well i you know, i i don't want to judge uh, maybe whoever whether the team that develops it is like l- like you is like you know it's thursday and we have so we have an all hand all staff meeting on Friday, and I know we could put in an all nighter and figure out that hey, here is if we just simply did like a, 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 a I don't know a Google search, 
<laughs> of this uh, of the title of this video against things that are on the, the TV database to find out if this thing called Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy Alec Guinness matches up with I don't know like a six episode famous miniseries uh, from the 1970s. All I know is that it pops it pops up in my recommendations, and I remember that hey I really like the movie and I always meant to read, read the book. Oh here's episode one and it's 11 p.m. and I watch it and I really, really like it. And I'm, I'm, I'm proud of myself. I only made it to episode two before I decided, okay, we've, we enjoy this. We are going to use episodes three through six as a, as a reward for tomorrow that we're going to be so eager to see the rest of this based on the first two episodes that instead of just like waking up for the alarm, turning off the alarm, going back to sleep, we're going to be active. We're going to wake up, turn off the alarm, pick up the remote and, and watch four episodes of a television show and stay in bed, but be awake. That is a win in my, in my book. So uh, what I'm saying is that I shouldn't be doing that because of course it's copyrighted. And of course, you know, uh, don't copy that floppy. I still have that tattoo. Uh, it would, it really changed my life when uh, when that was first broadcast to me and as a, as a lad in the 1980s. So, but but so here's here's the rules that I've set up for myself. That uh, if I see it, if it is clearly something that should not be there, and this is something that the copyright holders are actively seeking to make money off of right now. Like if someone were to post a movie that is readily available on Blu-ray for the past five or six years, I know even even the extra impetus of knowing that, hey, this is probably going to be taken down in the next three hours. I better watch it now. I will not watch it because that I feel that would be wrong. If it's something like, again, a very, very famous BBC TV show from the 1970s that is back catalog at best, I will watch it and not feel guilty about it. Now, here's where we get into tricky business. I do, of course, have a utility on my Mac called Downy, uh, which is one of several ways that you can download videos oh. off of YouTube. And so I will decide that if I can't get – if uh, then, then it becomes difficult. I've just, I will have to go right to eBay, see if I can buy Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy on DVD at a discount <laughs> – because I, I will feel guilty about downloading it if it's available on it's like i have no excuse if it's like andy you could have gotten this for six dollars for the entire series plus four bucks shipping mm-hmm. you've got ten dollars mm-hmm. thank mm-hmm. thank god what's your excuse for what's your excuse for stealing this from a legally purchased dvd as opposed to stealing it from youtube like eh, okay we'll do that if it's a movie from like 1960s uh, like british horror where it's really not even on DVD or there's like one sketchy DVD that came out in 1991, I feel like the no harm done rule is in effect and I can download it and add to my library. Now, the last part, which I thought was, which is really kind of what urged me to add this in the last minute to the show notes. We're in a tricky situation now where uh, I I do not uh, do a good job of hiding the secret that I enjoy opera. I, I, I am kind of quite annoying about sharing that interest of mine. And now lots and lots of different theaters and opera companies are uh, are making uh, streams of their past uh, productions mm, I see uh, free. Coming. Yes. Exactly. So and not only that, but there's a lot of stuff going on where here is a, here is a uh, uh, like the, this week, uh, this weekend. Oh, no, uh, e- even better. One er, in early March, one of the canceled productions that was it was going to open like the day after 
it was mm. decided that we can't have any live theaters anymore. Like it was the tech rehearsal was done. All the staging was done. The promotion was done. They've been working three years on this. And the day before, boom, the, pu- the plug gets pulled. And so the two leads from this opera decided, why don't we just hang out at the at the, one of the leads' houses and we'll bring along a harpist and a pianist and we'll just like sing like for an hour and a half, like the big numbers from this from this from this show. I feel as though it's not available on DVD, but I feel as though I want to keep that for future for future entertainment. So in all of these cases where there is no DVD to purchase, and I feel as though I'm sort of being an ingrate by saying, oh, thanks for putting this on for free. Now I'm going to copy it onto my media server so that no, I can. No, this is your version of the VHS, Andy. This is just your version of putting of, of setting up the VHS on the VCR to record a specific time when it is live on cable. This is no different than the time I recorded and sync singing on SNL <laughs> or performing on SNL. Okay. I couldn't stay up to watch it. So I had to record it. You know, I didn't have a TV in my room. There's one TV in the house. So, well, but but the human and this brain is a is good weird. tip, by the way, for anybody for anybody out there who is on YouTube and has to, you know, has a family member who likes to make their own videos of parties, and maybe you don't want the videos out there, but you want those videos on your desktop as evidence that your friend did this thing, but also because you just want to have that video on your desktop. Yeah, then that's when you would use. This well, also, also because it's. That it was such a damn shame the 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 um uh, the Letterman show was such a the Letterman the, the David Letterman show's YouTube channel was such a gorgeous archive of like live musical performances and like comedy performances and mm-hmm. it was just amazing and like a week after uh, Letterman retired boom the entire channel just went. And so, without no warning, no hey, go 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 there with a with a with a with a wash tub. Get as much free fruit as you can because a track tractor trailer just overlooked whatever. Don't you don't, don't save which just nothing. And it's just a, it would be a shame if all of these really wonderfully awkward, like home produced versions of expensive national late night TV shows, like were just some things that we sort of talk about five or ten years ago, as opposed to something we can pull out. But so, but but my my solution for I just feel like uh, I just feel like the arts are in deep trouble because of all this. There are a lot of theater companies that may not be able to reopen when the time comes. So my rule there is that I will take whatever a DVD would have cost, and at least uh, and I will to, I'll to be a weasel. I will deduct shipping costs. I will mastering costs, marketing costs. So if this opera would have cost like thirty bucks to buy on DVD, I will make a fifteen dollar donation to like that opera company or to whatever charity fund that they're trying to raise money for. Because that way, I I don't feel like I'm entitled to have it in my library, but at least I don't feel like a duck. Let's say mm-hmm. you may re- you may replace either the first or the second letter of that for a more <laughs> forceful uh, force forceful word. Uh, on that note, um, in order for Andy to keep tossing money to <laughs> watching video, uh, and, and just by the way, lots of retro tech talk in this first segment, just to say, uh, let's <laughs> jump into a quick commercial break and then we'll be back with more from Andy and Flo. This episode of Material is brought to you by Linode. 
Whether you're working on a personal project or managing your enterprise's infrastructure, Linode has the pricing, support, and scale you need to take your project to the next level. They have 11 data centers worldwide, including their newest data center in Sydney, Australia. And with their enterprise-grade hardware, S3-compatible storage option, and their next-generation network, Linode delivers the performance you expect at a surprisingly good price. Get started on Linode today with a $20 credit for listeners of this show, and you'll get access to native SSD storage, a 40-gigabit network, and industry-leading processors a revamped cloud manager built on an open-source single-page app, dedicated CPU plans with physical cores reserved just for you, block storage and object storage that can scale to your storage requirements, and more. Go to linode.com material and use promo code material2020 when creating a new Linode account, and you'll get a $20 credit towards your next project. And Linode are hiring right now. So if that's something that interests you, go to linode.com slash careers to find out more. Once again, that's linode.com slash material and the promo code material2020 for that $20 credit. Our thanks to Linode for their support of material and all of Relay FM. So if you thought an Apple card was pretentious, wait until you hear, well, actually, I guess a Google card wouldn't be very pretentious. It would be... A card of the people. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and by the people, I mean the people with money to spend. Um, so leaked pics, leaked pictures had revealed last week, I believe, that Google had a smart debit card in the works. And when I heard about this, I just thought to myself, really? Uh, <laughs> TechCrunch reported on it. A source provided TechCrunch with information about the new debit card, uh, you know, about the service and what the card is going to look like. Now, unlike the Apple card, it's going to be just a straightforward, run-of-the-mill people's card that you have in your wallet. You don't need a special case for it. It doesn't make a loud sound when you put it down on the table. Um, and probably, I don't know that it's going to actually attract many eyes, not because it's a plain Jane but just because it's not, it's not a flashy like. Look at me, I'm an Apple Card. There you go. Um, it's a it's a Snickers bar, not a not a chocolate truffle. Yeah, it, yeah, that's a good that's a good way to put it, Andy. So according to TechCrunch, the card will be co-branded with different bank partners, including Citibank and Stanford Federal Credit Union. Of course, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, of course. It's right there. Stanford's right there. Um, it will appear to point of sale systems as a Visa debit card when you run it. And then like the Apple card, it'll integrate budgeting and money management tools and features. So you'll have an app that'll kind of, I, I mean, it'll work essentially the way GPay works now where you just tap on the app. It tells you here's where you last spent money, how much money you spent, um, where it was. That I, just hope, I just hope it's not going to be as annoying as like Google Fit. Where it's gonna say like after after three months after lots and lots of different like alerts it's gonna say let's adjust your goals uh. <laughs> spend less than two hundred dollars a week on diet Dr Pepper <laughs> we, we maybe maybe we were too unrealistic in saying that you should you shouldn't be spending <laughs> you shouldn't be, be yeah it's uh, uh, by the way, my, my latest my latest Google Fit alert was: let's adjust to more realistic goals. How about fifteen move minutes a, a day? Oh, really? Mine is all the way. Mine is at five. It goes. Yeah. If we could just get you to five today, that would be like, 
That'd be awesome. We'll give you a notification. <laughs> um, Andy, it's funny that you talk about uh, GPA coming at you for what you spent your money on, because there are actually some interesting implications uh, regarding Google's ad business in relation to this forthcoming debit card. So as the article discusses, a Google card user will be giving Google insight into a whole new area of their life. So any of the purchases inaccessible through Google Pay. Um, if you weren't paying for something with Google Pay, Google specifically would not know about it. Maybe it would know, I don't know what relationships Google has to third-party companies that you know collect this sort of information, but Google specifically didn't know unless you were playing, paying with GPay. Um, so, I mean... Effectively, this could help Google target ads to you um, and on top of that kind of show advertisers how to how they uh, target ads and how, I mean, this is what advertisers use our shopping information for is to connect the dots on that to virtually create, you know, that pegboard with all the strings attached yeah. to it, kind of let you know, like, she went here to Target and she bought these three brands and she's also bought these three brands at these other places. So clearly she's a fan of this kind of thing. Incidentally, um, there, there is one of those like pegboards with red string and Tinker Tailor's Soldier Spy. And this was like in mm-hmm. the late 70s. I didn't mm-hmm. – I'm I, I'm now interested to find out when was the earliest like film use of the paranoid person who's tracking conspiracy with a big cork board <sighs> with traces of pieces of This would be string. such a good article to read. Instead of all the like sad stuff. <laughs> anyway, um, all right. So here's like the big question about this. Um, I think I actually think there's a couple of questions about this. A, who is going to be using this debit card? Um, is it is it the ultimate Google fan? You know, it's like I'm having a hard time pinpointing that because we kind of knew who was going to go for the Apple card, and then from there it just kind of I feel it attracted folks who were just generally curious and had the ability to sort of have this card in their wallets. And I feel like that really helped the Apple card, but what is going to drive a Google card in this landscape? Um, especially now where we're <laughs> pummeling into a very high unemployment rate. Um, very interesting time to release this sort of thing. The other question is, is this, is this an insurmountable trust line? For Google, are we giving Google like full unfettered access into a part of our lives that really was kind of on its own separate track? Um, because when you would go shopping at a brick and mortar, you're not online, you know, yeah. in the grand scheme of things, you're not online, you're in a shop, you're physically touching things, you're handing over tangible money, whether it's in the form of cash or a credit card. And so now you're putting Google as the middleman between that what was once a very physical experience. Again, the irony on this is brought on is I'm just realizing we're not really supposed to be shopping in person anywhere and they're launching this <laughs> thing and it's like, okay. It does seem like so long ago, doesn't it? Does it not? Yeah, it does. Um, I don't know. What do you think, Andy? Like, do you feel comfortable with this? And do you think that there is any, do you think there's like a, an air of, I don't know, finesse to yeah. having Google be a part of your spending experience? 
I don't see it's it's weird. I mean, Apple Apple had a they they had a a better they had an argument that I could understand a little bit better for creating the Apple card because Apple is a prestige luxury brand and what the Apple card actually delivers is a whole other conversation, but there are going to be a great number of people that want to have that, that titanium clink, clink, clink card that says not, I, they want to, a lot of people who own Apple stuff want to extend the presence of Apple in their lives because it really is, they feel as though it's a lifestyle thing. It's like some people's cover themselves with, uh, with, with, with logos of brands that they want to be associated with. There's a, there's an emotional component to that. That's also the reason why I was really, really, I still think it's kind of squicky for them to, for it's not a good look for Apple to be issuing credit cards that help people to get deeper in debt, and the instrument that they're using is a credit card that is not noted for uh, being giving offering low interest rates. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought that I thought that that's a very very bad look for Apple because inevitably there are going to be people who be, there's you know you have you get into one really, really big jam that you couldn't possibly predict. And the only way to, you you occur, you incur medical debt and the only way to clear the debt Mm. so that you can, uh, it's it's not going to affect your credit history is okay. I got, I, I don't want to put it on this 19% interest card, but it will be the Mm. immediate, I need an immediate solution here. And now this person is stuck paying off a credit card at 19% interest with the Apple logo on it. And that's not exactly the power to be your best to quote an early Apple slogan. Is it? So I, I do like the fact that it's a debit card. It's not going to put people into debt. Mm -hmm. However, I, I don't think this is still even as good as uh, TechCrunch's source is. Google hasn't announced anything yet. the, the only thing that they've talked about is in the fall they met they some sort of onstage interview or some sort of quote that they offered some news outlet is that they're looking into checking accounts as a possible future uh, Google service, but it was a speculative sort of thing that they were talking about as opposed to a really tangible thing. Um, I I so when when Google actually announces this, I'm really curious to know how they're going to position this as an improvement on whatever debit card you have right now, because mm. uh, we all have, yeah. we all have, you know, our ATM cards are, are almost certainly debit cards. The, uh, I, I have to remind myself to keep uh, checking. I, I normally use my banking app just to move money between accounts. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes I will, I'll schedule like an electronic payment uh, or two, but sometimes I do have to remind myself to keep investing, keep every time there's a, there's an update or every couple of months, definitely dig through the features because, uh, wow, you, you see the, that wonderful Apple video about, Hey, and we'll give you pie charts and graphs about to help you understand what your spending is and help, help create saving goals and spending goals and investment goals. But then you dig into your, your first, first regional bank of Lenny app and know that your first regional bank of Lenny card also has features that are similar to that. Like, okay, but what about the 2% cash back you get and the special, like if you buy at Nike, you get these three. And then again, you dig into that app and say, well, actually you also get, not even if you have a credit card, if you get the regular debit card, just the fact that you're using this this debit card for purchases are giving you these rewards. If you've got a regular credit card, you're probably getting even more aggressive rewards than that. 
So I'm I don't know I don't know what argument Google is going to be able to make to say that hi I know that we are constantly being attacked by every government on this planet as being soulless abusers of public privacy who exist merely to leech off of the digital lifeblood uh, of the innocent consumer. But please let us have an insight into every single purchase that you make. Uh, I, I don't know how they're going to make that make that argument. I mean, to, to be fair, that your credit card company isn't pure as the driven snow anyway um i don't think it's been a while since i really looked into this i I think they still uh they don't get to see what your exact purchases are but they absolutely get to see of course where are you shopping and how much are you spending and over the over the decades uh they they might uh they might do things like i do i do buy like most of my clothes like on ebay because i can get super high quality stuff at regular quality prices like brand uh, like i i i never i never used to have more than one pair of shoes but now i have like three or four very nice pairs of shoes because i can get like four hundred dollar pairs of shoes for like a hundred bucks so that's that's what i'm talking about so uh, but nonetheless there's an algorithm probably somewhere at my bank that was locked into stone in 1981 you know, on a mainframe somewhere that says, oh, well, if he's buying his clothes at secondhand stores, he's probably mm. very, 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 very bad risk for investments and very bad risk for credit mm. indeed. Like, oh, he's, us- <laughs> he's using an- he's using an Uber. Oh, dear. The poor lad can't even a- can't even afford to scrape up another <laughs> scrape up the down payment on a car or even the six thousand dollars for an inexpensive. You- oh, let's make sure that we at- we inform the-, the-, the people about. Yeah. So so it's not as though it's possible to be off the grid that way. But I just even as as a as someone who writes about this stuff and as a consumer, I just don't know what argument Google is going to make to say that you should stop using this card that you have with your bank and start using either your credit card or your debit card or both and start using our thing instead. Oh, well. Yeah. NFC, just the just because it has NFC on it is not is not the big reason to go for it. Although I will admit it's kind of cool. But then you use that instead of your phone. Anyway, um, if you are somebody who is interested in this Google card, write us. Tell us. Let us know. We're on Twitter at uh, Material Podcast. Uh, and we're here. Andy and I are here. And if you can co-sign a car loan, uh, even better, definitely get in touch with yeah, us. Because once again, be I buy all my clothes secondhand. <laughs> uh, I, the first play, my first stop at the grocery store is the dent and scratch can and lightly <laughs> below the above the use date department. Um, I'm doing fine. Look, I can afford luxury <laughs> bathrobes and, and tape recorders that don't even work. I'm doing just fine, mom. Sorry, I don't know why I said mom at the end of that. Anyway, uh, maybe we should move. Anyway, uh, speaking of mom, Momo said, take care of Mother Earth. Uh, we are we are recording this on Earth Day. So this just seems very prescient. Um, 
you know, very timely. So Google data centers are going to use a carbon aware load balancing system to help cut back on non-essential energy usage. Um, so we will post a link to this in the show notes if you'd like to read more. Basically, the idea is that time-critical jobs like search or Google Maps directions or YouTube will be run immediately as needed, but others like the machine learning that creates Google Photos filters will be scheduled for a time when the electricity for the task can be handled by wind or solar. So you will probably still be receiving those collages, those cute collages <laughs> of the four pictures that you messed up in your camera roll. Uh, but Google won't be using uh, won't be using energy unnecessarily to produce those, or rather, it will use it at off peak hours. So while you are fast asleep uh, somewhere, wherever you are. Um, wind power is more abundant during early mornings and early evenings. So this is the time when you would probably be receiving those collages. I, I guess this is great. I mean, it, it, it really is. This is like the cute kind of, this is the cute stuff that you read about on earth day Yeah, from companies everywhere. It goes, this is how we're doing our part to save the planet. Like you you can, (laughs) I'm I'm not going to, I'm not going to go back and check the, okay, actually the link is right here. So I'm going to go back and check. However, everybody is, is thinking that the, this kind of announcement at the very, very top of the page is a, like a Shutterstock photo of like a four-year-old white girl, blonde in like some sort of meadow holding and regarding and being thrilled by the days that they're looking meadow. at. In a Dutch Surrounded meadow. Surrounded by right. windmills. <laughs> <laughs> Soft focus. Uh, but actually, no, no, it's a, the, the picture is actually of a very industrial looking <laughs> data center backed by windmills. Okay. So they didn't, they did go for the, I, I guess, I, I guess they aren't, they, uh, they aren't responsible for any sort of burst pipeline that is still releasing 30,000 gallons of raw crude into a economically sensitive area because the 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 more damage that you're doing as a company the more soft focus you put on that cute adorable little girl who is maybe chasing after a puppy who has a clump of daisies in the puppy's mouth because we really need to use the distraction option in order to get people's minds off this but it it is interesting it's like it's uh, the, uh, the idea being that uh, let's not use let's not use power during the, let's try not to use electricity during the middle of the day when the demand is highest and there's the greatest chance that it's being drawn from like coal and other non-renewables if we can delay something until the end of the day when the usage is light and it's probably can be delivered 100% by renewables let's delay it till then um, I I love I love uh, I love announcements like this or ideas like this where uh, you didn't like where you didn't know that there was this kind of savings just available for the taking. All you have to do is do a little bit of thought about when you how you use a certain resource and suddenly a certain resource is 140 percent more efficient or costs a lot less uh, that it does if, if when you realize that. Actually, I don't uh, when when you realize that actually I don't mind you. I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I've got four different 
<laughs> life analogies in my head. I'm trying to use the one that is like the least dopey. But the but the moment the, the moment when you realize that actually the reason why I want these I'm reaching for the paper towels is because I've just put some peanut butter on my raisin bread and I just need to like wipe the oily stuff off there because I won't be able to rinse it off. The 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 day that I realized that actually instead of tearing off like a whole even like half of a half of a sheet, if you just like tear off like a post-it night post-it note size corner of it, that's more than enough to get the peanut butter off the knife. Then you realize that wow, I could have been doing this all along. All these all this savings has been available to me at all times. And granted, uh, I believe that this move by Google will be doing more to save our planet. Then my peanut butter trick, which I also have to admit that I only got after reading a uh, Usagi Yojimbo comic book because that's how the uh, the titular uh, Ronin ninja would clean his blade after a fight. Mm. But I digress. It's uh, the I didn't I didn't put it in the show notes because I didn't get a chance to play it. But there was like a buzzing bee game for uh, for Earth Day. If you go for that's the Google Doodle of the day, and I didn't. It's. Uh, because I rarely see the Google search page because I'm doing all my searches through the address bar. Mm-hmm. The only times I know that there's a really cool doodle is when I pick up my phone and I notice there's something distracting and annoying around the Google logo yes. in like the Google search bar on the phone. Yes, I was just I, thinking I did, about that. I did see a B, <laughs> but I didn't click to that. If I tap it, I'm going to f- see something interesting. But it's it does seem like it's a fun like a immersive game as opposed to like watch this one little video. Um, also, I'll, I did actually wind up listening to the the person who created the soundtrack for it, which is kind of very listenable, although it's very very loop based. Uh, put all those files on Sound SoundCloud, and I hmm. didn't like enough to download it, but I did like it enough to like actually play it all the way through. But hmm. so while while they're while they're peeking into all of your purchasing information item by item by item with a debit card, <laughs> at least appreciate that they hand some rewards back to you in the form of a, a B game sometimes. Yes, exactly. Um, see, this is why this is why you're great, Andy, because you could just put context. <laughs> you can bring it back around, whereas I just completely completely go off the deep end. Um, I'd like to go off the deep end on another topic as well, but before Please. we do that. Let's take, uh, let's just take a quick break. This episode of material is brought to you by drinking water. Whether <laughs> from an expensive bottle or straight from the tab, drinking water has got what your body wants and needs. Stay healthy, stay vibrant, slake that thirst as you speak into a microphone with drinking water. Drinking water available at most taps in most developed nations. Ask about yours. This has been a really big topic amongst uh, amongst everybody is what is the video conferencing solution that you are using <laughs> to connect with your loved ones? We never knew how annoying video conferencing could be until we had to do it every day and the people in your life had to start using it for the first time. I, I am now flaking, by the way, on video hangouts where people are like, we should video hang out this week. And I'm like, yeah, totally. <laughs> Never follow up on it. <laughs> Just to say, you, you know, I would do it in real life. Like, we should totally hang out and, like, do this totally fun thing that I know you and I would both really enjoy doing. But because I'm actually such an immense homebody and I would just prefer not never to leave the house because I enjoy time with my with myself in my house. <laughs> anyway, now well, it's, it's – I it's, don't it's, really want to turn on my webcam. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's it's difficult for me because it 
it takes some time for me to, to like to uh to double click on the conversational app and make sure that I've got do do the, do all the software updates. It does take after like a couple right. of days. I live alone, so I can go several days without having any conversation other than "Hi, my sub ready, great," I'll, and then then tap in, say "Great, have a good one," and that would be like my conversation <laughs> for two days. Yes, and so it's it's not it's not that it's intimidating for me to have like a hour long conversation with three friends that I really really enjoy hanging out with, but I, I got I got to do some stretches first. That's all. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, you know, you have to ease back into it. So one thing that people have been talking about with regards to video suites they've been using is Google Meet. Now, I don't have access to this because uh, my understanding is this is for schools, schools and businesses only. I'm double checking that actually right now. Sorry. Yeah, I think that, I think um, they just changed the name of one of their conferencing products. Yes, to Google, Google Meet. Hangouts Meet. Yeah. So only schools have uh, access to this and folks who are part of an organization that is paying for like the, you know. The professional version. I'm on the free plebeians freelancer version. So I don't have access to this, but Google's added uh, a Zoom like gallery view. So if you're using Meets now, you can have a bunch of people on a screen and pretend like you're in the Brady Bunch intro and try and <laughs> sync it up to look at each other so that you're looking up and down and around. And poor Alice in the middle there had to just like go all the way around to look at every freaking body. Um, so the grid view will support as many as 16 simultaneous streams. This is compared to Zoom's 49. I guess it's fine. I mean, <laughs> this is Google. This is not the only product Google does, whereas Zoom, it's kind of their main breadwinner there is the whole conferencing thing. Um, we are, it is interesting because of the nature of the world that we're living in right now. We are seeing a lot of just like, quick moving feature updates to these video apps like hey remember us google hangouts meet hey we <laughs> added some new features now almost as good as zoom not exactly as many people but this is what your organization is using anyway and you're not going to download anything else so <laughs> let's make it work for you um yeah oh that wait to add on to this actually which uh just popped into my head because i realized um, it was not on the dock, and I forgot to forward you a link, Andy, but Google Duo also had an update this week that lets you do, like, a bunch of other stuff, which yeah. I forgot about, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff where it's like uh, – it's, it's like there's a, there's a war going on that nobody knew was going to be starting – and so I wasn't even uh, I didn't even want to see any of you on video like Andy is literally the only person I well and besides my all about Android crew but usually I see them in person so <laughs> yeah so they're so uh they're, they're using a, a new codec uh that will create uh brighter wonderful more wonderful more wonderful uh, streams uh the used by the uh, alliance for open media uh so basically higher data compression rates so ba- so Great for video, mobile video on, on phones, uh, maybe or maybe not uh, better for your like Ethernet based desktop. Uh, but uh, they're also they're also using 
uh, more a photo mode for duo. So it's easy to like grab photos of it, make things that, that are more, more social. Uh, and they're also trying to increase the group call size from uh, 12 participants uh, from, from the, they increased it from eight to 12. Now they're trying to go from 12 to something else. Uh, but it, re- it really is like uh, everybody who was working on these conferencing apps, they were – it's not like creating – it's not like working on the team that's doing a, like a music app or a music mm. service where it's like high priority and high octane and high revs and high, uh, high high turnover and high bandwidth. It's like, okay, it's conferencing. It's like people are just boring. People are going to just use it. And it's not – but now that everybody – the starter's pistol just went off a few weeks ago realizing that there is now a race to go on to become like what Google is to search – it feels like if one company, if everybody else lays down, could become like the Google of conferencing, where it is simply the standard that everybody uses and nobody else can get a toehold in there. Um, I'm looking at an article from The Verge that says Google said this, seeing a, quote, astounding uptick in dual usage, including an 800% increase in video message. Um, and Google says that it's changing its policy on those video message, uh, which now can be recorded and sent for friends after for viewing after the fact so that they can be saved and archived automatically instead of just expiring after 24 hours. So instead of stealing <laughs> a feature that they saw on other social media apps, they are trying to actually create a feature that people will actually enjoy and use. Yeah. So, as it's, you would expect yeah. <laughs> from a company to do. Yep, yep. What what a, what a bad but oh goodness if 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 Google wasn't feeling bad enough as it was about their absolute absolute like diner hash of a of a video conferencing strategy this is a bad time to have created and discarded like eight different platforms and apps and trademarks over the past five or ten years even if they kept the even if they had just kept one name but kept discarding and rewiring everything from from, from the to begin with i still don't necessarily know uh, I have to I have to sit and think for a sec to realize that no no that's not this is the person to person chat app this other thing is the group app but then there's also this meeting app that is a different platform entirely uh, and I th- I think one of the reasons why maybe that Zoom became so popular is that it's a one syllable word <laughs> mm. and and it's memorable as mm. opposed to uh, we're gonna, we're going to be using uh, Google Duo Hangouts for enterprise. Google do or, or we can use Zoom. Zoom. Let's use Zoom. Zoom. I love mm-hmm. Zoom. Mm-hmm. Fun word. Zoom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to our next topic. So Andy, uh, that watch that you just bought is going to be constantly reminding you to wash your hands. Again, another sign of the times. I mean, we we're talking about video conferencing, you know, just kind of scaling up in abilities. Well, now people with Wear OS watches are not going to have great battery life or any other sort of optimizations <laughs> dealing with that. Instead, it's just a wash your hands feature. Make sure that you just keep washing those hands. So this is going to be coming through an update uh, as part of the clock app. And it'll pop up a reminder um, that connects you to how to wash your hands you feel the animals. <laughs> that, that's not the official name of it. I, I I was editorial when I talked about. That, I know. But. I was trying, and I'm sorry if I if I botched that, Andy. Um, <laughs> I like to give people background, by the way, into our production notes because I feel like we're not a we're not a video 
entertainment here. So maybe we can give you this other like you know dimension. Maybe but, maybe 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 I'll make a note to myself that. Andy, when, when you're being jaunty with your language, perhaps you should color that like purple or something. <laughs> it is my favorite color, so I would respond to that. Um, uh, now, when the timer is complete, it'll remind you in three hours to wash your hands again. So super kind of, Andy wrote down annoying. <laughs> I, yeah, it's, it sounds annoying as hell. I, but I, but I'm, a, I'm thinking I'm, current things, times. It, it's... It doesn't take long for you Necessary. to move uh, with wearables, for you to move past the uh, – isn't it incredible? The power of the CPU of this of this computer I'm wearing on my wrist and how well mm-hmm. it integrates with blah, blah, blah. And you immediately go to, if this damn watch tells me to stand up once again when it knows fully well I'm driving – I think I'm just going to leave it by the side of the road. That's I'm not going to place about... it gently. I'm going to throw it, and then I'm going to find out where it landed and back over. See, it, 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 the uh, it, uh, a wearable has unprecedented power to remove distractions from our lives by taking what use what uh, a, a notification or a task on a phone, which is almost by default at minimum a 15 second to 20 second distraction. You have to take it off, take it out of your pocket. You got to unlock it. You got to navigate to the app, whatever. As opposed to it pops up a very, very coherent alert that says that so-and-so is asking you if you're going to be home by eight and they'll actually put up a yes or no button. You tap it and you're back to your life. Wonderful potential there, but also unprecedented potential to be the most annoying piece of technology that you paid to introduce into your life. The vampire, you have to allow, you have to invite a vampire in, but you don't have to say, <laughs> hi, here's $130 vampire, and then please come in. Okay. So I, I can think I, uh, this was, they, they released the hand washing app or feature for the clock app. Uh, a few weeks ago, which is nice because hey, it's nice to make it make it a, a game sort of thing, and maybe they'll mm. I don't know, but the idea that every I uh, as as I've established, I live alone, uh, and even if I didn't live alone, the first thing that we all do when we enter the house is take some version of a silkwood shower mm. to make sure that we mm-hmm. washed our hands thoroughly, that we don't that if we if we had people like touching our shoes we throw out the shoe whatever you know we but by the time we're like eight feet into our house we are now clean and any coronavirus we not we're not having coronavirus parties inviting people over so especially for me living alone once i'm home i don't need to be reminded to wash wash my hands that are perfectly clean from three hours ago and this would be this would be the the, the reason why uh certain watches and certain devices that I have don't get used because like mm. uh, if, if it, it, I, I can see the idea of it annoys me one time too often and I simply I'm at I, I'm at my desk but I'll, I'll take it off and just like put it someplace just put it on another desk and then forget where I put it and then it's four days later and it's out of my life completely now fortunately you can turn this feature off you are not obligated to be reminded hey hey Andy Andy wake up Wake up. It's 3 a.m. You haven't washed your hands since you went to bed. Thank God I woke you up. Like you could have just I'm what what do you what do you think I'm I'm This I'm could in have been an email. <laughs> I, I am filing one heck of a radar on this on this to, to, to Google. Oh my gosh. Um yeah, I cool. That's coming to our OS. 
cool. Mm. Um, so, sorry, by the way, if this is just like, I don't know if it seems. I'm, I'm, that yeah, I meant for that to be kind of a lighthearted thing, but it, unfortunately, Andy came out to make sure it wasn't lighthearted and it was very annoying. We well, do- I think it's just frustrating because of what we were talking about last week with Wear OS and then what we were talking about at the top of this podcast, which is like we're get, trying to find you some reason to use this platform. <laughs> and like, listen, I understand the, what's going on in the world right now is really serious and like we should be washing our hands, but I. If you don't have access to healthcare or proper news, if you don't have access to masks, which uh, my understanding is that it's that mask and just not seeing anybody is what's like really, really helping in the situation. What is the point of just putting a notification through like, I'm helping. (laughs) Like, it's just, you know, I mean, it's great. And I I will say something I didn't mention when we talked about uh, reasons for me buying this thing is that. I, I feel as though now that I, I don't I don't necessarily carry my phone with me from room to room in the house when yeah. I'm at home. I will it's generally either on the nightstand where I left it or in the pair of pants where I left it or on a charger. I don't necess I don't mm-hmm. necessarily if I'm in the living room if I if I'm if I wake up and I go from the from the bedroom into the kitchen to have breakfast, I'm going into the living room to to read. I'm not going to be necessarily make sure I carry it with me. Uh, and so not only will I miss out on like text messages that might right. be kind of important, but for me, what I'm sort of concerned with is that I really do want to track how many how many move minutes that I'm actually mm-hmm. getting. Uh, not only that, but also how many times did you leave the house this week, Andy? That and I know it's I know we're being enc- we're encouraged to because that is actually the, the smart thing to do for flattening the curve, so to speak. But it's good to track that. Yeah, you didn't. You, the last time you're out of the house was Sunday, and now it's Wednesday. So guess what? We are going for a very long walk on Thursday, uh, and then we're definitely mm-hmm. going for another very long walk on Saturday. So I feel as though if I have this thing on my wrist. It will at least keep me honest about yep. exactly how much work I'm doing <laughs> to to make sure I don't wind up like uh, like the humans uh, at the at, at the end of Wall-E, where it's like you've just, they just been sh- they've been quarantined inside this this galactic cruise ship for so long that they're just like little enormous baby bodies <laughs> that can't that with feet that can't even support them anymore. So I want to avoid <sighs> that. Yeah, it's. I like it too, by the way. I like having notifications on my wrist, just being able to like, is that important? Nah, I'll get back to that later, you know, versus let me go check my phone kind of thing. Um, yeah. Well, it is what it is. Uh, you know, the good, who knows what else is going to come out of this quarantine? Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, it's just the possibilities are endless. <laughs> Well, to to end this on a happy note, I'm 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 also pleased, legitimately, that I can get my I, the the one thing I really really missed about about Wear OS or Android Wear was there was a custom watch face that had a, a, a sleeping kitty and a waking up playing with a ball of string kitty, and when the when the when the screen went into power, low power mode, the the kitty would like go to sleep and be mm-hmm. like a little chalk drawing of the little kitty, and mm-hmm. when you Woke up and Kitty would like start chasing. I, uh, it, I'm not trying to be funny here. I actually legitimately enjoyed it. And, and if sometimes you're going through a really, really bad work day as just nothing but stress no, and but you're I, being, agree, I agree being, with being you. a grown up. And if and with, if your first thought, you got three steps here. Thought number one is 
okay, do I have time to do what do I have time to like make it to the train or should I do I need now need to take an Uber all the way directly to where I where to go and you're stressed out because the answer will cost you $30 and might make you miss whatever appointment that you see or meeting is about to have. So you check your watch in like stress and frustration and you see a little kitty and you feel a little better. I'm just saying there's a very strong argument to be made for any technology that can put a, an adorable little kitty on our wrists at the time when we absolutely need an adorable little kitty in our lives. I used to have an Android app that did that. I still have it installed on my Pixelbook, and it works the same way as it would on an Android app or on an Android phone, which is that it has like this little kitty that just runs across your screen. And on the Chromebook, it's great because you're like doing really serious work on the Chromebook, <laughs> you know? So you just have this little kitty. It's like walking across and sleeping on your cursor. It's, <laughs> it's, it's uh, it almost makes me miss the days, the beginning like days of, you know, <laughs> consumer facing JavaScript. I don't know why that term came to <laughs> mind, but it makes me miss the days of having that, you know, Having the trail cursor with the little frilly trail. <sighs> I I was something I noticed earlier, like about a half hour ago. Um, you nobody, you can't see this, but I have the uh, you know when you go when you make uh, Skype go into the background, it gives you this little floating pop up window. And so, as usual, I tend to like move that all the way to the top of the screen, like mm-hmm. right underneath the the webcam, so I can maintain eye contact while I'm, while I'm mm. looking at looking at oh, you. That's a- that's a good trick, Andy. <laughs> oh my God! Why did I never think of that? <laughs> there you go, my gift to you. <laughs> Sorry, uh, but, I, but I also happen to, and of course, I've got like the show notes in in, in a Chrome window. But I've got the Chrome window uh, in; it's in dark mode, so like everything that's not the document is like black and like charcoal gray. And as luck would have it, like the very very bottom of your floating window is perfectly aligned with the start of the that white content area of the window. And so I, I was distracted by the thought that, gee, if, if Flo had like a green screen thing going on, I could just have like her just as like this like little – as this like animated character that's just like – sitting like she's sitting behind a sitting behind a like this document is a desk and she's sitting at the desk like on the other side of it (laughs) and and suddenly i've never wanted to feature so much in my life (laughs) so we could we could be work from home pals except that we don't have to work together which in during this time global pandemic very serious like don't want to be near anybody but also just because you know the introvert in me then (laughs) i could just say hey andy i gotta go and you'll be like okay (laughs) <laughs> you know i will uh, i i will say that the in the in those early early days of uh uh of uh of live streaming when some some people were like sort of like where i'm i'm as an art piece i'm going to be like life i, I work from home anyway i'm gonna be live streaming 24 yeah. hours a day i Back did when it was a novelty yeah and when, when it wasn't about and i will show you my breasts or i will mm-hmm. show you my mm-hmm. bum <laughs> upon, upon request just you know it was it wasn't that and I actually did wind up uh, like supporting one of those cha- like early early channels because I found that it was actually kind of pleasant to have this little window of just somebody like at a desk like typing and coding and working. It was almost like working like in a like in a real office where oh what's what's her name what's his name Gary I think it's Gary some oh Gary got a haircut oh that's interesting you know I I kind of liked his hair longer but you know I'm not going to mention it but yeah, yeah. and then you get that's back why- to your work and yeah. 
that's why Twitch is so popular. I mean, people, it's like just watching your friend play video games at their house. You just kind of wanted to <laughs> hang out with them, but you didn't really want to like super interact. Right. So you you do that instead. Um, I have a feeling, I have a feeling that's going to become the more preferred method. Man, where's Mark Zuckerberg's Oculus hangout situation? <laughs> when is that going to be like? 50 uh, bucks so more people can afford it and then you know i could just hang out in a virtual living room but i guess that's what animal crossing is now which is why it's so popular uh i'm getting all these it, it's it's been very interesting i mean i think we should just end on the note with the musing that it's been very interesting watching the world switch over to being online people because you and i andy we've been online people like our entire <laughs> lives basically yep. and even when we were technologically analog so to speak um yeah it, and so it's it's interesting to see people try and like come to our level and then we're like oh yeah welcome over here like this is it's, yeah it's it's fun actually isn't it great like <laughs> well it's, it's it's always funny because like you and i have certainly lived through a, a bunch of those inflection points where something that is uh the exclusive purview of people who are kind of nerdy to begin with mm -hmm. and also happen to have the skills and the hardware to actually mm -hmm. use this thing. And when it suddenly opens up, when the web is no longer something that I can use because I have this really weird thing called an internet connection. I have an account on a slip, a slip server. And also I have this, I've heard about this app called Mosaic <laughs> yeah. and I know to type in stanford.edu and then suddenly it be and suddenly it becomes something that everybody is using, which is the time when it's almost like everybody who's working on this technology is gonna be like, oh darn. Now we're gonna have to actually make it easy to use and reliable and stable. And I think that's what's happening with video conferencing now, where it's gonna be, oh man, now we now we're, we we can't just like make this we can't just design it to work this way because that's how I personally would like a video conferencing app to work. But then again, I've been working in networking for eighteen years, so I understand how to debug a signal. There's I had my I'm, I'm sorry I will shut up, but there uh, so I had a uh, I. I have never used uh, FaceTime for more than for anything but a one-on-one -on -one conversation before, and for some reason, some friends uh, friends wanted to use it for uh, three or four friends wanted to use it for getting together this morning, and that was the first time I noticed that how annoying Facebook group chat is because there's there's a reason why like it, putting putting every participant in a static grid. It's boring. It doesn't show how powerful your graphics processing is on your operating on the operating system that your company created, but it means that you don't have like literally moving bubbles and frames that are mm -hmm. sort of like screen savoring, like juggling mm -hmm. around as people get focused. Like, no, I I want Doug to be in position number one. <laughs> I want Julia to be in position number two, so that whenever I hear Julia's voice, I simply move to my eyes to position number two, and also. So that my my brain, which is admittedly from the scratch and dent department itself, doesn't say, "Hey, something's happening." What distract yourself from what? No, it's just the window moving. Okay, well we'll just go. Hey, distraction. What are you? Do? No, it's just the window moving again. Again, <laughs> Apple. I know. I, 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 you're adorable. I love the effort you put into these things. But sometimes, what looks great at a, at a demo for your vice president or your manager, not the sort of thing that I want to be relying on every day of my life. Love you, though. Thank you very much for creating a wonderful operating system. <laughs> Go get yourself a Fresca. You deserve it. 
and you, dear listener, get yourself something refreshing <laughs> to drink. If you weren't already drinking with us, uh, Andy and I were drinking <laughs> Probably this drinking now. great drink called water. Um, it's great. And it's in demand. Uh, we will be here for you guys next week to kind of help you all through everything that's going on, providing providing to you a fresh perspective on tech in, during the time that we are in today. Uh, and on that closing note, Andy, we should let the folks at home know that they can become members of our show at relay.fm slash material if they would like to subscribe to us and help us out. By the way, the sun is currently in my eyes right now because of when we are recording this in the afternoon and it's really bothering me, which is maybe, again, lose my focus. So that is to say, Andy, will you be doing NPR this week? Yes, uh, I'm on Thursday on WGBH. Uh, usually Thursdays or Fridays. This week's is Thursdays. Uh, our, our our members of government sometimes make a last minute call to say, hi, we'd like to talk for 20 minutes because we get lonely here at the state house at the mayor's office. We just want to talk to people. Uh, but yeah, so this week's is Thursday at uh, 1230. You can either listen, you can listen and stream it live at WGBHnews.org or you can always, uh, the stream becomes available for uh, post date, post play streaming, usually no later than the next day. So just go to WGBHnews.org. You can search for my name and you'll find every uh, every high-tech hidey-ho that I've done mostly every week uh, in there for the past couple of years. Awesome. Thank you, Andy. Thank you for Thank being you. here. Thank you for doing our doc every week. And thank you to Jim for editing our podcast uh, and for listening to me and Andy swallow water for the last two-something <laughs> years. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're just um, trying to create a good example. There's Actually, you know, what... I think that if we if we were trying to create a really good example, we'd like uh, we'd we'd be like hold we'd be like doing this show through masks. I don't I'm know sure what you can. It sounds like you have a mask the, on the mask for the, the sound. Bike. But the fact that people could hear that we've got some sort of piece of cloth over our faces would again set the the proper example for uh, social isolation uh, and for uh, germ annihilation. But Andy and I are 3,000 miles away, so we're fine. <laughs> we're fine. There's no exchange. Um, as for me, if you'd like to know what I'm up to or you'd like to ask me a question, maybe get some tech help, you can you can submit a question at florenceion.com. That is the flow feed. Uh, I worked hard on my website, so if you want to come check it out, I'd really appreciate it. It's like it was my side project while I was also up late with the baby, so... I'd really appreciate that. Um, me and Andy will be back next week. Andy and I. Me and Andy. Whatever. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> Go enjoy the rest of your week, everyone. And thanks for listening. Until next week. Have a happy.